0: Hey guys, this is Tony with Inner Geek Designs. Today I'm back with another Inner Geek podcast. Today's another in-house design podcast. Um, And today I want to talk about presenting as an in-house designer. This is something a lot of designers don't think that they need to do or need to worry about. Um, But it's kind of important as an in-house designer. Um, You might not think of it right away. You might just think you're stuck in a corner and you're just working on stuff. But there comes a time when you need to present an idea or you have an idea and you want to share it and you need to present it. This is where it comes in handy to have these tools and have these tricks of how to present as a designer. Um, and it's it's a tool I don't think most designers have anymore or today. Um, a lot of designers are Introverts. And they just want to kind of sit behind their desk and hide. Um, and I get that. But at some point, you have to get out of your shell and you have to share your ideas. There's a lot of ideas in your head. You have to share them. You have to pitch them. You have to pitch them more as an in-house designer than I would say as an agency at, at an agency agencies you got teams and you can just hide um but freelance and in-house design you have to do a lot of pitching you have to do a lot of selling you have to do a lot of here's my idea here's what i think it will work here's the ROI etc cetera, etc cetera. so like all the other podcasts i want to talk to you about what i've been doing as an in-house designer um this couple of weeks i've been kind of busy actually um i introduced A new format for doing webinars to the sales team Um, we were using join.me which is it's an okay tool but it's not a great tool for webinars so we moved to go to meeting which is a better tool um some of the sales team members had a little bit of a push against it just because they're they're used to this they're used to that cadence Um, but this gave us so much more flexibility of doing stuff we got so much more statistics back we got more people on the call than we've ever had on a call just because of doing that way um, I created a, a first draft for a video for trade shows um, we got one coming up uh, for in a couple of months can't remember exactly which one but it's coming up um, and the guy wanted a video we also got a a, uh, a projector and a banner and all that stuff for him but the video is looking really sick it's got some 3d models articulating with the camera it's got some photos it's got some video of live equipment and it's got a cool transition i got to work on an overlay he wants that shows all the products in a big format i mean the thing's going to be sick it's going to be huge when it's done the uh the video itself will be eight feet wide which is enormous you'll be able to see it from a, a long way. Um. <clears throat> then i also did some other trade show work we got another show coming up next month in texas and then they wanted a, a person wanted a banner but they also wanted a banner for our uh, reps booth and that is it's about the size of a regular pop-up banner but it's not a pop-up stand it's a lighter weight one so we'll be able to travel lighter easier um, will be easier to switch artwork out on it um and i think it'll come it'll be pretty cool it's coming in tuesday we'll see how it looks see how it is easy to put together if it's easier or harder um we got one of the boot or one of the bins ready for texas to go out um that was pretty easy to put together just some pop-up banners and some uh marketing material and they were done um and then for the banner, there is, it was an out to announce a new project. Um, this is a huge project for us. It's a $10 million job. Um, so on top of that, I'm doing some marketing campaign, email blasts, social media, blog posts, flyers for them to give out at trade shows to announce that this job's won and we are part of this project. Um, on top of that, I've been rendering some new models for this other video for the second trade show that's coming up. Um, might want some new ones just to pad it out more, make it longer. Um, and... In that process, I'm also looking to move away from Keyshot, which is what I currently use for all the models, and move to what SolidWorks has to offer. Just because Keyshot's starting to have limitations, it's starting to get harder to work with it. Um, It's taking longer to open files, files are crashing, etc., etc. And I can't keep having that if I'm going to keep doing these models as fast as I have been. Um, And then I also started working on Keyshot. Q2, uh, content marketing schedule, what it's looking like, trying to get engineering involved, what that's going to look like, how that's going to work. A lot of things working on as an in-house designer. This is a lot of things that people don't realize is that when you're an in-house designer, you wear pretty much every hat that you can underneath the sun for marketing. Um, And some people like that. I I enjoy it. I like the variety. Uh, Sometimes it can get pretty tiring, but, you know... It's not a job for everyone, but if you like it, you'll like it but let's talk about today's topic today's topic is presenting as an in-house designer, like I said the sum every designer needs to learn how to do and figure out how to do and get the skills of doing it um It's something that not all designers will automatically know how to do, figure out how to do, and be comfortable with it and that's fine, honestly. Um, some skills you just have to be good enough at them that you can be efficient things um, some designers i think they have to be great at everything be great at a few things and good at a lot of things um, it's okay to have some weaknesses as a designer um, you can't be great at everything and you can't be good at everything and those things that you're okay at, you're good at, and you're not good at, that's where you build a team around you to fill in those weaknesses. Um, but presenting, you need to know how to do. At least get comfortable with the idea of presenting. Um, so what do I mean you're going to need to present as an in-house designer? There's plenty of reasons you would need to present as an in-house designer. Like, you know, say you have an idea and you want to get the leadership behind you um say you have a uh they have an idea and you need to showcase it how it would look how it would work what would be the logistics behind it how would it function um that's another reason you would need to do it um there's there's a laundry list of reasons you would need to do this um but let's talk about first let's talk about what kind of teams would you need to present to? Well, first of all, you need to present to the sales team. You're a graphic designer, which means you're inside the marketing team, which means you're inside the sales team. You'd also need to present to the marketing team. Um, you need to present to leadership team. You'd also need to present to other teams. Depending on your business or the company you work for, this might be different, these other teams. Uh, but there's usually at least two more teams sorry usually three because accounting counts but there's very few times you need to involve accounting with a graphic designer usually it's just stationaries and then you hand them off and then you walk away um but let's first talk about why would you need to present to sales team um sales teams will they have this cadence of needing work they have an idea and they think it will help them get work and sometimes it will usually it will um so you need to have that comfortability with the sales team. Um, you need to understand, okay, this person likes this type of work. This person likes this type of work. Each salesperson has their own, I would say, rhythm. They have their own cadence. They have their own way of doing things. And as a graph designer, you have to kind of just feel that out, understand it, and work with it. Um, for example, the person that runs the water treatment side of the company I work for. He likes to brag and show off work he's done. I don't 100% agree with that selling style. I don't. I don't like it. I don't think it works. I think people get annoyed with it. Um, but let's say the uh, the guy runs material handling. He'll brag, but he won't brag that brash. He'll do it in talking circumstances. Um, he'll want to educate the people more than just start bragging and beating his chest and that's perfectly fine both of those sales methods work but i know when i'm presenting something or talking with them or pitching them an idea how to pull their strings of what they like to make sure i get what i want what i think will work for the company and help them grow Um, and that takes a while to get used to i've been at this company for six years so i have a cadence of how People work, how people don't work, how far I can push things, how far I can't push things um, but let's talk about the marketing team. How, why would you need to pitch to the marketing team you're inside there Well, say you have an idea that's outside the box outside of what you guys are used to doing um, or you would like to change something and you need to get backing with the marketing team to bring it to leadership or bring it to the sales team to say, this is what I like to do. Here's the pros and cons, et cetera, et cetera. You need marketing behind you on that. So you need to be prepared to present that to marketing. So you can say, hey, here's my ideas. Here's what i like to do. Can we do this? Do you guys believe in this as much as I do? Um, let me give you examples on this. Cause I've done this too. Um, let's say marketing. Um, there was, well, there's content marketing. I believe that in years. Um, And we finally got uh, backing behind it, but I had to present it to the person I work with in marketing, say, hey, here's what I think this will do. Here's how it would work. It took months to get backing on that Um, new PowerPoint style. I said, our PowerPoint sucks. It's hard to work with. It's hard to add things. It's old looking. We need a new one took months to get behind that and it took me taking a whole month of my time to create a whole new template looking at the new powerpoint saying this is what it might look like this is what it might work like um so like i said there's presenting for different teams give you another example from another team or let's say a leadership team let's talk about leadership because this is a big one that a lot of people aren't comfortable with um for some reason, designers are not comfortable presenting stuff to people at the top. I don't get that. I, maybe I do. I get it a little bit. You're kind of scared that if you say something wrong, you're going to lose your job. But as long as you're not insulting the person, you're just going to get weird looks. Weird looks are fine. Um, I've presented plenty of ideas to leadership that were off the wall, out of left field, and uh, yeah, it just, it just took a while for it to happen um but why would you even want to present to leadership as a designer Uh, there's there's only a few reasons you would need to present to them and that's for bigger projects projects that are going to require full company investment um and this is these are far and few between but uh one that comes to mind that i had to do was a new website that doesn't seem like something big just just do the new website but you got to remember, this is something that's changing over how the whole company is viewed externally. Um, this is something that's going to be there forever. This is something that once it's done, it's showing, hey, this is us to the world. Um, on top of that, there was also the content marketing. I needed leadership's backing for when we rolled out to the entire company. I said, and it was honestly a little bit scary. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit scary talking to someone who's making millions of dollars saying, okay, This is going to make you more money. I don't know when, but it will. Little did I know, it would take a year for it to start showing its face. I thought it would take longer. Um, And I was expecting the long game. I walked in there, I was like, I do not know when this will show, but I expect it to take at least five years. If sooner, yay. But I'm expecting five. And they signed off on it. Um, It might be just because... They have seen stuff that I've done that works. Like I've I've shown my worth to the company multiple times over. And that's where you have to start doing start plotting what you want to do. Like if you have big projects when you first get there, put those on the back burner right away. To get to those bigger projects, as an in-house designer, you have to start working through the crap work. And then you can start doing smaller projects, and then you can pitch those bigger ideas that you have down the line. Um, and that's something that it takes a lot of work, and it takes a lot of effort, and a lot of your mental stability. But if you walk away from an in-house design job and you say, I left a mark instead of I was just a cog in the wheel, you're going to feel a lot better about yourself. Um, but let's also talk about um, presenting to other teams. This one is a little bit tricky. There there are plenty of reasons you have to do this. You have to do bigger projects. You have to incorporate more voices. Um, but in-house design going to other teams can be a little bit scary. First of all, you don't know that team as well as you know the sales and marketing team. Um, you might talk to some of the people in those other teams, but you don't know their... What's the right word? I'm trying to figure it out. Their relationship, their their cadence, their their ecosystem. You don't know the rhythm of the group. You don't know how the group works. You don't know how the group breathes. You might know some outliers. You might know some people you're more familiar with. But you don't know how to work the room and make the room talk more like you would with the sales team because you don't work with them as much. But it's possible. And I say, whenever you work with other departments, always go to the department head first. Say, hey, here's my idea. Here's what I want to bring to you guys. Do you, what do you think there will be issues with? When do you think the best time would do this? And are you okay with this? Do you think that there's benefit to this? You always want to bring leadership of that department in as soon as possible so they have understanding of what they're getting into, what they're putting their people through so they're not wasting time. Um, and this is this seems hard for people to understand you just don't fill up a room with people and say listen to me for 15 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour Um, and that's that's understandable so go to leadership then work down Um, but why would you even need to present as an in-house designer this is I think this is simple, but maybe it's not. Why would you need to present as an in-house designer? Well, there's a couple reasons why you would need to. Um, let's start off with one. You you have an idea you like or you want. Um, there are things that designers always want to do but never can, um, or they're afraid to. So let's. When I first got to JMS, there was no. There was no corporate stuff. Like stuff that you go to design school and you're you're told that these are always there, like a an ID manual, letterhead, stationaries. There was none of that. There was no uniformity, and I had to present that these things need to be in place because if they're broken, it makes us look like shit. Um, and I got some pushback on it but eventually I kept persisting on it and I got it and it's still a, a fight going on. We're still working on it, but it's not as bad as it was. Um, and that was the first big presentation I had to do. And my heart sunk a little bit. Um, and, uh, it kind of, it took a little bit of, uh, balls to do what I did, but I did it. Um, and then there was, a. As I got more comfortable in my position, there was another time I had to do this, and that was the website. Um, The old website was trash. It had no new content on it. It was hard to update. Um, I know they spent a lot of money on it, and I know it wasn't too far before I got hired, so I was trying to dance around the subject. So I said I'd like to present a new website, or I'd like to do a new website. Here's all the reasons why. Here's all the issues with the old one here's all the benefits of the new one. And it took about two months to get it going. And then on top of that, I took a month to design a whole new website, say, here's what it potentially could look like. Here's why it works. Um, and that took a while. And then eventually we got a new website. And then eventually we got all the content on there. And eventually we got the Learning Center on there. And now it's just, it's gotten bigger than it was, or it could have been, with the old platform. Um, and then there's another reason you would have to present as an in-house designer um, say you're working on a big project and you need feedback on it <clears throat> these big projects you're going to have multiple people in you have multiple voices in you're going to have to listen to them decide what's valuable what's not valuable and as the designer you're going to be counted as the bad guy because not everyone's decisions going to be heard But that's fine. That can't happen. Not everyone's decision or want or need can be heard when it comes to design. You have to pick what works best, not for the sales team, not for your internal causes, unless it's an internal document or design, but for the customer, for the end user. What's going to get them to work with us again? That's the end of the goal for design. What's going to make customers look at this and say, damn, I want to work with them. That's it. Um, so a good example of this was, uh, fuck, how long was it ago? Uh five years ago, maybe we moved buildings, we moved down the street, but we also wanted to do artwork on the walls cause there was huge walls. Well, I came up with the whole plan. I came up with the first initial plan. I was like, here's what I'd like to do. Some of it got picked. Some of it didn't. Some of it was a little outside the box for them. but Hey. Next one I did, I came back. I was like, okay, well, here's a refined one. Here's some budget options. I got three numbers from different suppliers. Here's how much it's going to cost. And here's where all the artwork's going to go. We did that. And now I was like, here's all the artwork options. Here's where things might go, where they might look. We did that. Went through with it. How that project went is a whole nother podcast of how the artwork project went at JMS. Probably will tell it when I leave because that was a hellstorm of a project. But that's that's an example of here's something we all want. Here are the steps that I'm taking to show you that it's moving and that you're getting approval options before I move too far ahead and we're going in the wrong direction. Um, Leadership likes this was within the leadership team it was also within all the department heads they like to see that their voice is getting heard throughout the process you don't want to present something when you're at the end say hey i made all these decisions here's what we're doing no you want to start out with the first presentation saying hey here's some things i would like to do or here's some things we all want to do here's my thoughts on it and what i think we could do You always give a little bit more options at that point or examples of what you might want to do just so that they can say no to a couple and you want to, I don't want to say you want to make it so they say no to some so you can get, well, I do want to say that, but you don't want to make it seem intentional. You want to give some options that you know they're definitely going to say no to so you can get ones that you definitely want. Um. I say there should always be two that they're going to say no to right away. Just those two when they're gone, you'll have ones that you want. Like, I had a feeling, a suspicion that they would say no to a TV on the wall. So I put a TV on the wall so I could get acrylic frames. Worked great. Worked like I thought it would. Um... There's also some other times you need to present as a designer. These are more boring presentations. These are presentations you have to do when you are being the bad guy. Hey, I noticed that your team is using the wrong header. Here's the right header, blah, blah, blah. These are the standards we have. This is why we need to follow them. They have to happen. Those conversations have to happen. But they're not the most fun conversations and they're not the most pro. Progressive conversations Makes you look like the bad guy Can make you kind of hard to work with other departments But they have to happen Um, But how do you get comfortable With presenting as an in-house designer This is a skill that Can kind of get people out of their comfort zone I mean you're talking to people about spending a lot of money sometimes I mean the the artwork project Was upwards of $10,000 That's a lot of money for a designer Especially someone straight out of college I don't know how to spend that much money I don't know where I'm going to do it But that's what you have to learn and how do you learn it start small Um, if you got a friend a girlfriend husband wife significant other whatever um, start with them start saying okay I got this presentation coming up will you help me learn this I don't feel comfortable doing this yet have them bounce off of you and see if if they see any issues also maybe ask someone in your company that's in another department say hey I just want to run this by you can you just tell me if this is good or not or if any of this makes sense to you without having me to go in more details and you'll slowly build up more confidence this way and then start working within the smaller team that you're comfortable with ever usually is marketing start presenting to them start presenting to marketing and then start presenting to sales and then start presenting to leadership. And then after leadership, after you start presenting to leadership and you get comfortable talking to leadership in a tone about money, about spending, any other department should be easy. It'll be a lot easier than leadership. Leadership's the hardest hurdle to get over, even if they are the smallest team in the company. Um, just because of how much stake that they hold and the decisions that they can say yes or no to. Um, so start with someone you're comfortable talking to. Someone Start with someone in the company. Start with marketing and work your way up the ladder till you get to leadership. And then you should be good to go for everyone else. Um, and don't be so hard on yourself. The best way I've learned to present, and the point proven, this podcast is set up the same way, I do brief bullet points. I say, okay, these are the things I want to cover but i'm gonna let myself the chance to be a little bit free about it if you have a strict script and you miss a word you're gonna beat yourself up right there on the stage don't do that um be a little bit more open be a little bit more comfortable be you but asking for something because at the end of the day they're working with you they want you to talk to them not some professional person that wants to spend x amount of money um But yeah, that's all I got for this topic. I hope this one helped you. This one's a little bit longer, but I'm kind of pacing the apartment right now, giving you what I think. Um, If you guys have any questions or if I didn't explain anything well, or if you want to go talk more about this, um, you can, if you're on Anchor, you can call in and I will answer your questions. Um, If you are... Well, if you're anywhere else, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at innergeekdesign. And hit me up up on there and we could talk about this a little bit more. It'd be a real help if you guys could rate, subscribe, and do whatever you gotta do to make this positive. Especially on iTunes, apparently that's a big thing if you like it or rate it on itunes so if you're watching listen on itunes give it whatever you think it's worth um i'll be back early next week with the freelance webster pot episode i think we'll have a bonus episode wednesday and then we'll get back to in-house um i think that's going to be the kind of reoccurrence for the week freelance mondays uh bonus or interview wednesdays and then wrap up the week with in-house saturdays um and i might change it just depending on see how i think things are going or if you guys give any feedback that you like things on a certain day or a different day um but yeah i hope this one helped you guys i hope you got something out of it and i'll see you guys the next one bye